Hi, and welcome to the West Visalia Audio Podcast. Each message is designed to help you grow and inspire you to take action. Please take a moment to hit the subscribe button, and don't be shy to drop us a message if you have a question. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Well, good morning. It's good to see everyone that's here. It's good to know that we have uh, more that are able to come out in person. It's also good to know that we got uh, a lot tuned in online as well. So for those in person and those online, we welcome you today to our services, and we're glad that you're able to be a part of them. Um, I know that um, as things are starting to open back up, vaccines are rolling out and things like that, uh, there's going to be more um, normalcy and things. I want to remind everybody, you know, we're doing Bible classes now again too. At 9.30 on Sunday morning, we got classes for kids and teens and an adult class right now. And as uh, more start to come back, we'll probably start to have um, different grade um, age group, you know, Bible classes too. Right now we just have a combined elementary class and a combined teen class and then um, the adult class. We also have our gatherings on Wednesday night too. At 7 o'clock, we're teaching through the book of Galatians in the fellowship hall. That's for the teens and the adults. There's also a separate kids class. And if you want to show up early at like 6.30, and hang out, bring some McDonald's with you or something, and use the fellowship hall to eat some dinner. We're making sure the building is open early, um, you know, for that opportunity. I also know that because it's allergy season right now in the Central Valley, in the midst of a pandemic, everybody feels like everybody's judging them for sniffling and clearing their throat. Don't worry. We know you are just got allergies. We're not, you know, pointing fingers at anybody uh, with that. I've enjoyed, though, these last few weeks being able to go um, embark on this study of why we believe what we believe. Last week, Greg Knight um, covered for me as we had to stay home because of, you know, some illness exposure, that kind of thing. Um, but we're back on track with our, our lesson series. What we did was, is several weeks ago, we started with the question, why do we believe in God? And we talked about evidences for the existence of God. We talked about when you look at the design of the universe and how everything works, from mathematical laws to physics, you go, absolutely, there must be a designer. There's design here. The only cause adequate enough to create this effect that we see as the the universe is almighty God. And we talked about that, in fact, that is the way that the Bible describes God. Then in our lesson after that, we discussed why we believe in the Bible. We looked at evidences for inspiration. In the same way that design of the universe makes us understand that there must be a designer, the design of Scripture and how it works and how it operates is beyond any way that a human hand could put it together. There is divine influence there, and that's why we believe the Bible to be the inspired word of God. And then we discussed why we believe in Jesus. We talked about him as a historical figure and how history shows that Jesus was real. And then as we go in the scripture as testimony to Jesus, we see him as being the son of God. And then this week, what we're going to do is ask the question, why do we believe in Christianity? Why did we choose this religion? Why did we choose this path versus the thousands of others that are out there in the world? What makes Christianity different? Now, this lesson is going to be kind of different than the ones on why we believe in God in the Bible. Because this is more into, you know, theology and then maybe just, you know, logic and things like that. Um, This is a little bit of a different type of a lesson because when you're arguing why you believe in Christianity, you're already beginning with the assumption that someone is seeking religion, you know, and that kind of idea. But I do want to remind ourselves of the five rules that we've been kind of talking about. When we research any difficult subject, I do think that this does help us even answer the question, of why Christianity. Here's the five rules that we've been looking at in all these lessons. Number one, question authority. 
Number two, think for yourself. Number three, test ideas. Number four, follow the evidence wherever it leads. And number five, remember you could be wrong. When you approach any kind of difficult subject in life, have an open mind. So if you're here today or you're tuning into this lesson, and this is just your, your first intro into Christianity at all, keep an open mind, question maybe preconceived ideas, test what we're saying by the evidence. Don't just believe it as, well, the preacher looked nice up there, so it must be true. He's a nice guy and he's short, so he's not that intimidating. You know, no, but look at the evidence and say, does it lead me to the conclusion that Christianity is true. I believe it is, and that's why I am a Christian, but I don't want you as what they say on reading rainbow, don't just take my word for it. Now, as we begin this study, though, I do want to start with this idea that Christianity is the religion of the Bible. We already established evidence for God, evidence for the Bible, and evidence for Jesus. Well, God and the Bible and Jesus all point toward Christianity. So if we already assume and have the belief that the Bible is the word of God, Christianity is the religion of the Bible. The Bible leads toward from the Old Testament into the New, into Jesus being Lord and establishing Christianity. So this lesson might be a little bit different than the others where I'm not going to be looking at just external sources. When in our lesson on why we believe in God, we didn't look at the Bible for evidence for God. We looked at the cosmos. However, if we already establish that the Bible is the word of God, and if the Bible presents Christianity as the religion that we should be a part of, we inherently then believe it to be true. However, not everybody comes at it this way. So is there anything about Christianity that would appeal to someone who doesn't believe in the Bible? Now, you think, why would they do that? Well, people come to Jesus from different paths. Not everybody comes from a foundation of Scripture. And we have to compel them to want to come to the Bible. And sometimes we have to do it backwards. Whereas we convince them that, hey, look at how amazing Christianity is. And they go, wow, it is. Why? Because of the Bible. And we take them, you know, that back way into learning about Scripture. So as we look at Christianity itself, is there a reason that after looking at the myriad of religions out there in the world that a person would choose Christianity? Is there something unique and different about it? And here's what's kind of interesting about this lesson, too. A year ago, almost to the date, we dealt with the same subject here in this auditorium. It was supposed to be our friends and family day. Remember that? It seems like a decade ago because of everything that's gone on in our country. It was supposed to be a huge gathering here at the church. We were going to bring in friends. It was going to be a packed building. We were going to have a meal afterwards. But it was also the beginning of everything shutting down. And things got really weird, and, and no one was paying attention to the sermon. It, everything was odd. So we're re-examining this same question this morning. However, we're going to be looking at it a little bit of a different way. But why would someone want to choose Christianity in regards to maybe not Islam or Hinduism or Buddhism or, or anything else out there of the religions of the world? Why would someone pick this one? Why would they pick Christianity? Because if you look at most religions, and I use the word most instead of all because if I, as soon as I said all, someone would bring up some really weird one to me that I never heard of, so I said most. Most religions attempt to bring meaning and purpose to life, right? They do. Whether you are a Muslim, a Buddhist, or a Christian, your religion that you are a part of, although they're polar opposites on things, at least try to all bring meaning and purpose to life. I'm not going to fault 
anybody in their religion in the sense of that I'm sure the reason they adhere to that religious belief system is because it brings some sort of purpose to their life. That's why someone becomes religious. Also, most religions, again, most, I'm sure there's some oddball ones out there, most religions attempt to provide principles that'll make a person have a better existence. They give you rules or guidelines for a better life, right? I mean, that's what most religions do. So, I mean, as a whole, religion does just that. And also, I want to make sure I bring this idea out because as soon as I start talking about different religions, people are going to tell me I'm not characterizing them properly. I'm probably not because all religions are internally diverse. They have diversity of thought within them. Uh, a while back, I read a book on Islam. A while back, I read a book on Buddhism, and I realized really quickly that this is just one approach to these religions. I mean, you can't just narrow it down. In the same way that when people try to talk about Christianity, well, obviously, there's a lot of different flavors of that out there from an outside perspective, right? Even in the churches of Christ, we're pretty divided on things, right? We understand that it's hard to just narrowly describe one religion compared to another. So I lay that out there just to show that I'm trying to be honest with this, that I know that if I make a statement for Buddhism, I'm not speaking for all Buddhists. And if I make a, a statement about Islam, I'm not speaking for all Muslims. I, I understand that because all religions have diversity within them. Also, though, with religion, religion has a bad rap in the world worldwide, too. Although, I mean, almost all people on this planet adhere to some sort of religion, there's been a lot of bad things that have been done throughout history in the name of religion. And even in Scripture, Jesus had harsh words for religious people. So, I mean, there's a lot of negative things that have been done throughout the world, throughout history, in the name of religion. In the name of all religions, too, by the way. Christianity is not, you know excluded from that list. Now, I would say that the evil things that have been done in the name of Christianity are not a pure form of Christianity. However, to an outsider, people are like, well, religion's bad. Religion does evil things. Religion brings us persecution. Religion brings us to crusades. Religion brings us terrorism. I don't want anything to do with religion. That's what someone might say. And it is true that a lot of evil has been done in history in the name of religion. With that being said then, Looking at Christianity alone, is there anything about Christianity that makes it unique, that would make somebody out there of any other religion in the world at least be interested in it? Or maybe a non-religious person, a person that has no religious upbringing whatsoever, is there something about Christianity that would draw them to it? I shared this quote a year ago, and I want to share it again and it's by uh, a man by the name of Rick Warren. You're probably familiar. He's written a lot of books and things like that. But he said this, Christianity is a love-based faith. This is what makes it different than every other faith. It is not a law-based religion. It is a faith based on love. Now, you might think, well, what do you mean by that? I'm going I'm to talk about this in a bit. But this is different. This was what makes Christianity unique. Now, we have... We need to obey Jesus, and there's certain things that we're supposed to do and not do. We understand all of that. However, the way Christianity approaches moral duty and obligation and obedience and all of that is different than other religions. And the foundation of everything that is Christianity 
is supposed to be this belief system or this faith that is based on love. At its core, Christianity provides something that no other religion can love. Now, you think, well, all, all religions are loving in some way. Okay. The way Christianity, though, presents love is unique. It is more than just a, a, an emotional feeling. It's more than just an idea. It is like this action that starts in our innermost soul and is done out there in the world and is progress, you know, professed toward God and toward other people. Love is an action word within Christianity. And I think if we can teach people that idea, and if we can present this idea better, those out there in the world that are looking for meaning in life will be compelled to want to research Christianity. Because people are drawn to love. We like love. I mean, right, what the world needs now is love. We understand this idea. Beatles wrote a song, love, love, right? That kind of idea. We know this. Everybody's looking for love. They want that. And whether it's relational love or whether it's something in, in the community, whether it's something bigger than even like a country, this idea of loving one another is compelling. So what I try to do when I introduce Christianity to people, I try to, you know, talk about this angle because this is the angle that will draw them. Here's why. Because people out there in the world are compassionate people. For the most part, humans hurt when other people hurt. Christianity is about that. It's about weeping when others weep. It's about being sad when, when others are sad. It's about caring about those that are hurting. It's about reaching out toward the less fortunate. It's not about looking at another race or another country or another anything with contempt, but instead it's about looking at someone as being made in the image of God. That's what makes Christianity different. And if you hurt when others hurt, Christianity's for you. If you get angry when you see hate in the world, Christianity's for you. I mean, with this whole last year, you know, with all the, the talk of like uh, racial conflicts, even in our own country, the idea that someone would hate somebody just because of the color of their skin, that, that should be deplorable to us. The thought of looking down on somebody just because they're from a different background, that's not what Christianity's about. Christianity is about Jew and Gentile coming together. If you get angry when you see hate in the world, check out Christianity because they get angry, Christians do, when they see hate in the world. If you have a passion for helping other people, Christianity is probably the religion for you because at its core, Christianity is about loving God and loving your neighbor. How do you love your neighbor? By helping them. That's what Christianity is all about. It's not a, a selfish religion at all. It's about reaching out to other people. If you're socially conscious in the sense that, that you don't like it when there's injustice in the world and all of that, Christianity's for you. If you believe there's more to life than just self-seeking, Christianity is for you. If you want to make a difference in the world, Christianity is for you. All those things that even the atheists will believe are good. You talk to anybody of a right mind in this world and you ask, are these all good things? They would say, yes, absolutely they are. You find those in Christianity. Christianity has all of those things that make life better in them as its foundation. Think about it. Like Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. If you're a Christian, you hold to the Bible, the New Testament, as the guidelines for how you practice religion. If you're tuning in online, this is where we get our guidelines for being Christians. It says things like this in the Bible. Do good 
and share with what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Wow, if we did that, wouldn't the world be better? Yes. Christianity's special. Philippians chapter 2, verse 4 says, Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. If everybody in the world put the other person first, would the world be better? Yes, that's what the Bible teaches. 1 John chapter 3, verse 17 says, But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brothers in need and yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Wow. So Christians believe that if you don't share with those who have needs, you don't have the love of God. That's a foundational element of how we practice our religion. It's what Christianity is all about. James 2, 15 through 17, talks about if someone is in need, you don't just say, hey, have a nice day. You take care of their needs, and at the end it says, so that also faith by itself does not have works is dead. Christianity is about people who don't just have a faith, but they live out their faith, and they make a difference in the lives of others. That's what Christianity is all about. Christianity is founded on this loving principle. Christianity teaches us about a loving Lord who modeled what it is like to truly love other people. That's what makes us different. Now, I'm not going to get into talk about all the different religions in the world, but if you start looking at maybe the, the founders of these other religions and at their core what some of the, the foundational beliefs are, it's not always this. But what makes Christianity unique is that it teaches us about a Lord who loves us and showed us what it's like to love other people. And with that then, it gives purpose to our life. Our world is looking for purpose and meaning. People want to know, why am I here? They're clinging to something. They're looking for something to give their life purpose. You want to know why people get so wrapped up in politics, I think, sometimes? Is they think it's giving their life meaning and purpose. Here's a cause I can believe in. People are looking for something like that. They're looking for a cause. They're looking for, for something to make them part of a group bigger than themselves, an idea beyond them. Christianity is that idea. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, But you, talking about Christians, okay? But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who has called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared beforehand in advance for us to do. Christianity is about making a difference in the world. We go out there and love because he first loved us. Love is the foundation of what makes Christianity unique, and it is what gives Christianity purpose. It is what gives our life purpose. It's about loving God and loving others. That's it. That's what makes Christianity different. I know I've said it before, but one time I was in a conversation with an individual who came from a country where Christianity is not common. In fact, uh, to be a Christian and where he was at at this time in China, you kind of had to be underground and in hiding. He had no familiarity with, with Christianity at all. But there was a young lady he liked who invited him up to church camp for a winter retreat. So when a pretty girl invites you up to a church camp, it doesn't matter what religion it is, you end up going. So, and he was a nice guy, a college student at the time. And I sat down, I was talking with him. He said, hey, I want you to give me a summary of what Christianity is all about, because I have no clue about any of this. 
he said, my only religious familiarity at all is with kind of cultural Buddhism. Even then, I wasn't a Buddhist. He just, he just was kind of surrounded by it. He said, so tell me what Christianity is all about. And this is one of those moments where I'm like praying for wisdom really quick. You know, God, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. No one's ever asked me this before, which is bad because I'm a preacher. I'm supposed to know all things, and I don't. Um, preachers don't know anything half the time, so don't fault us on that. But um, I remember I said, you know what? If I were to put Christianity in a nutshell, I would say Christianity is about love. Jesus says we need to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. I said Christianity, in a nutshell, is love God and love other people. And he said, I like that. He goes, that makes sense to me. And we know, I don't know whatever came about this and down his faith journey, but that's what Christianity is all about. Loving God and loving others, and that is why I believe in it. It answers those questions about why I'm here and what am I supposed to do better than any other religion out there in the world. So what application do we make then today? Because I know I've covered a whole bunch of ground. I want to give you some takeaways that you could take home. Four reasons. So you can write down one, two, three, four on your notes today. Four reasons why Cliff Sabro believes in Christianity. Okay, these are my reasons. Because I wrote down, I said, if someone were to ask me, why do you believe in Christianity, what would you tell them? See, not a canned church answer, but personal level. What would I tell somebody why I chose Christianity? Number one, the God of the Bible or the God of Christianity, as we would call him, is the best answer to all the questions of human existence. No other description of God, of any religion, can better answer the question of who made all this. Where did it come from? What is the origin of life? No other religion can answer that, that good. There's others that attempt to. I'm not going to fault them on that. Some don't attempt to at all. They just dismiss it as we don't know. But Christianity and the Bible best answers the question of how did this all come to be? And the way Christianity and the Bible describes God is a God that answers the question of where did this all come from? It presents a creator that could have made all of this, whereas other religions don't. Christianity does. That's number one. Number two, Christianity, the reason why I'm a Christian is Christianity is not about us trying to earn God's love and appease his wrath. Instead, it is about a relationship with him. Now, maybe you say, well, I thought God gets mad. He does. However, compared to many religions of the world, both ancient and modern, there's often this idea that God is mad constantly, and you better do enough good things and offer enough things to him to appease God or the gods, Right? That's kind of the idea of many religions. Christianity is not about that, though. It's not about, if I can just keep God from getting angry, I'll be okay. It's different. It presents God as a loving father who, as an outpouring of his love, decided to create mankind as an object of his affection. And he created mankind to spend eternity with man and to dwell with him. And God did lay out some guidelines and rules, and mankind violates those guidelines, that's sin, and that sin separates us from God, but even then, God is doing everything, reaching out to us, trying to get us back, and we're the ones that run away, not him. That's why I am a Christian, because Christianity is not about me trying to appease the wrath of God through my own meritorious deeds or, or things like that, but instead, it's about God desiring a relationship with me. And if I would just follow him, I could have that relationship. 
That's why I choose Christianity, number two. Number three, reason why I believe in Christianity is Jesus. Jesus is such a compelling figure. That's why I mentioned this in Bible class this morning. The more I read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the more I'm like, Jesus is so awesome, I can't help but wanting to learn more about him. No other religious leader is that compelling in history. No other religious leader could taught like Jesus taught, perform miracles like Jesus performed, raised from the dead like I believe Jesus did, but that itself, just Jesus Christ draws me to him. I'm not drawn to these other religious leaders. I'll read about them. I'm curious about them, but they don't draw me like Jesus does. And I know that might be kind of subjective, okay, from a logic standpoint. But spend some time learning about Jesus, and whether you are a Christian or not, you're going to find him to be a very compelling character. And I think, I believe, if you spend enough time learning about him, you'll see him as being the Son of God. Number four, I believe, or number three, I believe in Jesus Christ. That's why I believe in Christian. And then finally, number four. The life and teachings of Christianity, sir, Jesus, if followed, will make for an amazing world. Think about it. If everybody just lived like Jesus, if we all just did what Jesus said to do, imagine what the world would be like. If we all followed Jesus perfectly, and I know in our own human imperfections we can't, okay? But if we all did, if we all followed Jesus, and if we all just tried to be like him, even if, I mean, just imagine if a person who doesn't even believe in Jesus is God said, all right, I'm just going to do what he said to do and see what my life's like. The world would be a better place if everybody did that. Taken to its logical conclusion, the teachings of Jesus make for a better world. Yes, they provide for a better eternity as a Christian. I believe in an afterlife. I believe I'm going to get to spend eternity with God. Okay? But even from a, a level of day to day, if everybody followed, Jesus, I'd want to live in this world. I'd want to be a part of it. I mean, I, it would make for an amazing life. Even those that don't believe in Jesus as the Son of God have to acknowledge how amazing his life was, how he portrayed himself, how he carried himself, and what he taught. That's why I believe in Christianity. I believe in Christianity because the God of the Christian faith, the God of the Bible, is the best answer to all the questions of life. Number two, because Christianity is not about trying to appease the gods, but instead it's about a relationship with God. Number three, Jesus Christ is why I am a Christian. And number four, if taken to their logical conclusion, if you follow the teachings of Jesus, life will be better. That is why I believe in Christianity. Now, you might have some other ways of articulating it, and I hope you do. But think about this question. Why are you a Christian? What compelled you to Christianity? Why should someone who isn't a Christian consider Christianity in the mix of all those different religions out there in the world? Now, I know that those of you here, it's because of Jesus. You have your faith in him. You, you know that he is Lord. You, you confess him as Lord. You are baptized for the remission of your sins, and you want to live for him. I, I know that, knowing this audience. However, though, there's people on the outside looking in that are wondering, what makes Christianity different? We need to have an answer to that question. Not just that, well, I just believe it in my heart. That's not a good answer. But there's real answers out there to why we believe in God. There's real answers out there to why we believe in the Bible. There's real answers out there to why we believe in Jesus. And there's real answers out there to why we believe Christianity is a path to being with that God 
who made all of us. The lesson is yours this morning. We're not going to offer a traditional invitation, but let me encourage you that if you need help in any way, talk to one of us afterwards. I'll be in the foyer. One of the elders will be there. Shoot us a message online. Send us a text anytime. Give us a phone call. We want to help people follow Jesus. If you want to get plugged into a Bible study, we'll plug you into one. If you want to become a Christian because you're not one, we can help you do that. If you need prayers, if you need anything, let us know. There's been a song that was, let's all stand together and Curtis will lead us in that next song. Thanks again for listening to West Visalia Audio. We hope these messages have helped you grow and inspired you to take action. Be sure to check in each week for more on-the-go content or visit our YouTube channel to watch the live video. Thanks for participating and God bless. Thank you.